Welcome to the Mattyology Podcast, episode 57. I'm your host, Maddie of Mattyology.com. And I just had a thought. I was like, I really like doing this podcast, but maybe I sound a little bit like an infomercial. I, I understand that I speak fairly well, I have solid diction. I'm really excited about that. However, I do want to talk like a regular person, even though I'm giving you blogging tips. So just had a conversation with Chrissy. We're thinking maybe it's best that I make this a little bit more conversational, make it a little bit more real. You know, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how you guys react. If not, I'll take it back to the Welcome to the Mattyology Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie of Mattyology.com. Anyway, it's episode 57. We're talking about something that's like super hard for me. Like it was super hard and it still is super hard for me to accomplish. And that is waking up earlier. It is something that inevitably makes your day much more productive. But gosh, I mean, getting up at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning is tough, you guys. I can't lie. But I want to talk about how I've been able to do it how I've actually made it a habit and been successful at it because I think there's a lot of people out there like me. You're not a morning person. It's tough to get up, you know, earlier than you have to, right? Like if you know you have to be to work at nine, you're going to push it to that like 730 mark if you know you have 90 minutes to get ready and get to work. So I'm going to share maybe six or seven tips with you that will work if you apply them and if you decide that, yes, I do want to wake up earlier. So let's get started. excited about this episode because I really like talking to you guys about things that are hard for me and tough for me and um, tough for all of us and talking about how to overcome them and waking up earlier is one of those things but I will say this anytime I wake up at 6 a.m. or earlier I have insanely crazy productive days I mean back to back it's not like once a week it's not even twice a week if I wake up at 6 a.m. or earlier, five days throughout the week, throughout the work week, every single day, Monday through Friday, I mean, I knock my things to-do list out of the park. I mean, I'm really able to successfully balance everything without being burnt out. And to be completely honest, even when I wake up earlier, I'm not super tired, you know? Um, even if I went to bed, like for instance, I woke up today at 5.30, I went to bed a little after midnight and I'm not insanely tired. Now I'm gonna tell you how I start my day and what I do to make sure you, you believe me and you see that it works, but I'm telling you, Waking up earlier is beneficial across the board, physically, mentally, for your professional life and even your personal life. So the first tip I want to talk about is prepping the night before. You guys, this is crucial. This is crucial. I will say for me that prepping the night before allows me to eliminate decision making in the morning which is vital because decision making takes up so much brain fuel it takes up so much physical and mental energy out of us that that is why we are drained in the morning but if you prep the night before what you're doing is preparing everything you're going ahead and positioning yourself to win in the morning trust me if you're going to be waking up at 5 or 6 a.m in the morning the only thing you want to do is succeed when you're up that early so use your use your night the night before to prep and position yourself you want to go to the gym 
You know you want to go to the gym at 530. You're going to wake up at 5. Why don't you go ahead and position your water bottle? Go ahead and pull out your, you know, your keys. Pull out your workout out your workout outfit. I think that these thing little don't, these little tweaks, you guys, make a huge difference because you don't have to spend the morning looking for your keys, looking for your water bottle, or looking for your workout outfit. So prepping the night before huge. It eliminates decision making in the morning, and then you're saving all of this brain fuel that you can use in the middle of your day the next day versus having to use up all of that fuel in the morning just to make simple decisions you could have eliminated the night before. Now, the second tip is huge, okay? This second tip is single-handedly what physically gets me out of the bed every single time, and that's getting up when your alarm goes off, okay? Now, I'm probably like 98% of you who don't have much willpower when it comes to an alarm going off. My natural instinct is to hit the snooze button. Like, I don't know anything but to hit a snooze button when I hear an alarm. It is just my natural instinct. Does that make me lazy? Does that make me incredibly ridiculous? I'm completely fine with those titles. I'm completely fine with those. But here's what I will say. Set your alarm. At this point, most of us are using a phone. You know, I have an iPhone, so I, I set the alarm on my phone. And what I do is I set my alarm and then I put my phone on the counter in my bathroom by my sink because it's still close enough to me to where I can hear the alarm, but then I physically have to get up to turn it off. And if you physically have to get up, your feet have to touch that cold bathroom floor, you're more than likely going to stay up at least in my case, okay? Now, everybody's different. If you need to walk a little bit further or go into a place that's going to wake you up, then do that. Do you need to put this phone in your guest room? Do you need to put it in your kitchen? Whatever have you. But figure out what that place is and place the alarm there. I'm telling you, you guys, that until you actually train yourself and condition yourself into becoming a morning person, this is the step that is going to change the way you wake up. So again, for me, I put it in my bathroom because that way when I hear the alarm, I have to physically get up because my husband's going to complain because he can hear the alarm. I certainly don't want to wake up the baby, so I am going to get up. And once I'm up and I'm in the bathroom, I'm pretty much up for the day. So setting your alarm and placing it somewhere where you have to get up to turn it off is huge. I will say that there's going to be some great tips in this entire podcast, but that single-handedly is... I mean, it's pretty groundbreaking for me. Now, when it comes to waking up early, I think some of us have different definitions. So let's be clear here what the definition is, okay? So when it comes to waking up early, I refer to early as 6 a.m. or earlier. So you need to be waking up at 6 a.m. or earlier to have a fully productive day. Most of us who have nine to fives, okay, uh, typically we work at nine, we get off at five. Some of us work at eight, some of us go in at 10 or 11. But for the most part, regardless of what time you work, if you can wake up between the 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. mark, you will have a noticeably more productive day. Now, you guys know that I work full-time from home. I blog full-time with Maddieology. I create the podcast. I create YouTube videos. I do scopes. 
which is a blessing, really excited. So typically, I work between the hours of nine to five. Those are the office hours that I have created for myself. But even though I work from home, getting that extra four hour cushion before I technically start my workday is huge, you guys. It's huge. So you wanna make sure that you're waking up between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. And being able to just have that alone time before the rest of the house gets up really creates mental clarity for you, which is so huge. Those quiet moments, even if it's just 15 minutes, you're not looking at your phone, the TV isn't on, you know, you're, you know, maybe you're reading, maybe you're eating, whatever the case is, maybe you're meditating, you're praying, but waking up at that time of the day is huge because it allows you to just slow down. You're not rushing to do anything. What are you rushing to do at 5 a.m. in the morning? Nothing. It's really all about slowing down. Yesterday, I participated in the Black Creatives Chat, and it was really, really interesting to see everybody talk about distractions and talk about slowing down. And essentially, we don't slow down, quote unquote, because we don't have enough time. The, 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 the most important thing about waking up earlier isn't like to prove that, yes, you have the, you know, you're a superhero or that you're somebody who can do it all. No, you can't do it all. You're still human. And there still will be some things that you don't accomplish even if you wake up earlier. However, getting up earlier allows you to create more time in your day so you don't have to rush. I think that's the problem. We're rushing and we're not allowing ourselves to properly do things. So guess what? Allow yourself to slow down because you've now given yourself, you've bought yourself two to three extra hours in your entire workday because you decided to wake up at five. Is it going to be easy? No. But the more you do it, the more you'll get used to it and the more it'll become a habit. And excellence isn't an act, is it? It's a habit, correct? Next on my how to wake up earlier and get things done list, drink cold water, okay? Nothing will shock your body into waking up more than drinking some cold water. I don't even find that splashing my face with water works. I see that in the movies. I think I've even read that a few places here and there. But drinking cold water does two things. It wakes you up because that cold, your body is t tends to be a little bit warmer because you were sleeping. Your body temperature is a little bit higher. So it's going to bring it down and normalize it by drinking some cold water. And secondly, cold water forces your metabolism to work. So it actually helps to make your metabolism faster because your body cannot digest water until it is room temp. So drinking cold water is really, really important because it helps your body do those things and it also helps you feel like, hey, I'm awake, I'm refreshed, and I'm ready to take on the day. I, I'm not saying you need to drink eight ounces. I mean, I think even if you drink four to six ounces, you'll be in a pretty solid space and you're going to start your day hydrated, which is awesome. There's, no, there's nothing worse than being dehydrated throughout the day. So start your day off hydrated. I drink water and then I go and do whatever else I need to do. Brush my teeth, work out, read, whatever. But start your day once you wake up between 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. My preferred time is 5.30 a.m. My preferred time is 5.30 a.m. So if I wake up at 5.30, I come to my kitchen, I grab a mason jar, and I grab about four ounces of alkaline water, and I'm ready to take on my day. Next, now that you've hydrated, what's really, really important also is even if it's for 15 minutes, you need to stretch and get physical. You need to stretch and get physical. So I know for some of us, we have, you know, uh, 
on demand. We have the computer. You have so many different things. So you have YouTube, you have apps. So whether you're jumping on your uh, Nike training app, you know, Nike training club and getting into some kind of workout, whether it's Serena Williams or whether you're doing something on demand, get into some kind of 15 minute workout at the very least. If you're fortunate enough and disciplined enough to have a gym membership, you know, grab your keys, jump in the car, head to the gym, you know, give yourself a workout, run on the treadmill, lift some weights. But it is incredibly important if at the at if nothing else, you absolutely need to stretch just so you can get the blood flowing through your body, you've hydrated, stretch it out. For me, I personally like to do at that early in the morning, I like to do yoga. I'm not somebody who tends to like work out a lot. I don't really like lift weights or run or anything like that. However, doing yoga really early in the morning, again, helps me with clarity. There is nothing better than having clarity in the morning. It just sets the tone for your day. So whatever it is you decide to do, just make sure you stretch and make sure you do something physical for at least 15 minutes. If you live by yourself, turn on your iPod, get your headphones in and just dance for 15 minutes. But just get the blood flowing because that's really the whole point. This is also a really important rule. But I think what's really huge about the clarity in the morning for me personally is that I don't look at my phone. Gosh, you guys, if if you can do anything for yourself, at least for the very first 30 minutes of your day, don't look at your phone. Nothing's happening there. If I do look at my phone, it is only and absolutely only to read the verse of the day from my Bible app. That's it. So if you're faith based and you, you know, you don't have a physical Bible, you want to use the Bible app. Great. You know, but for me or again, if I'm if I'm working out and I'm using the YouTube app, but I'm not jumping on social media and seeing what happened on Instagram or Twitter, it's going to be there at 8 a.m. when I do want to check it and when I am ready to get, you know, let my brain be exposed to that kind of information. But avoid your phone. I'm specifically avoid social media because the what the information that you process in the first 15 minutes of your day, you guys, it sets the tone for your day. And even though I love the humorous things on Twitter, I love to see the memes on Instagram, those are not things that I specifically want to set the tone of my day. Not even the news either, because there's so much crazy stuff on the news. I want my my day to be set based on the tone that I want it to be. So based on the Bible verse that I read, based on what, you know, me doing a really great workout and again creating clarity so social media doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily synonymous with clarity so make sure you avoid it as long as you possibly can for me that's at least 30 minutes last but not least you should journal and listen to music in the morning. It really does help you wake up and it really does help your creative juices, gets the the brain juices flowing in my personal opinion. I like to journal, not anything too long. You don't need to be a, you know, any crazy insane writer. For me personally, I just like to do what Al Hal Elrod said, and he wrote the book, The Miracle Morning, which is awesome. You guys should definitely check it out. But he suggests basically just journaling. For me, I like to write down three things that I'm grateful for, and it takes me three minutes because each thing that I'm grateful for takes me no more than 60 seconds. And again, it sets the tone for your day. So if you can set the tone for the day to, and make it that it's clear, it's very, you have a lot of clarity, and that you're incredibly grateful, I mean, it's kind of hard to have a bad day when you have those two things as the basis of your day. 
So I like to journal. And while I'm journaling, I like to listen to music, music that really enhances like your brain activity is classical music. Not necessarily something that I listen to for leisure, but I throw on some Beethoven and, you know, I keep it moving. But if you don't like classical music, I would choose something that's a little bit more mellow, a little bit groovier. I wouldn't necessarily say you need to turn on the your you know the latest Fetty Wap joint. I wouldn't suggest that. I don't think that that is going to be your ministry for first thing in the morning. It shouldn't be anyway. However, everyone's different. I'm not here to judge. These are just suggestions. But Journal and listen to music, classical, again, even if it's just for three minutes, that classical music will um, increase your brain activity and even the endurance of your brain activity throughout the day. So, you guys, that's it. Those were seven tips about how you can wake up earlier and get things done. This helps me so much. It is why I'm able to crank out the amount of content that I'm able to crank out, and it makes your day more productive there's no question about it so and it really helps you to also now that you have these extra two three even if you're only giving yourself an extra hour you can truly maximize it and really take your productivity to the next level if you love this episode and it was really helpful great news we've got some free show notes for you and an awesome worksheet to apply everything that I just told you how you can apply it to your actual life a really great actionable worksheet for you for free. You can find it at mattyology.com slash ep57. That's mattyology.com slash ep57. That's EP57. So check that out. We'll have a checklist for you, an early morning checklist and a worksheet there to really kind of get you encouraged and get you motivated to applying these early morning wake-up tips to your life starting immediately. Hey, if you're looking to increase your blog audience, good news. My brand new masterclass, The Blog Print, is happening November 15th at 2 p.m. Eastern. And essentially, it is the blueprint to increasing your blog audience. You can sign up at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash blog print class. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash blog print class. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to walk you through everything from how to post consistently, how to perform at a level that's going to make your readers your stands, and really not only how to get new readers, but how to keep them coming back for more. Really important, especially if you're looking to monetize and even take your blog to a full-time level within the new year. So again, you can sign up at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash blog print class. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash blog print class. Hey, you guys, be sure to follow me on social. You can find me everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, even Snapchat and YouTube at Mattyology. You can find me everywhere including Periscope. Um, I try my best to scope at least once a day. So if you're on Periscope, find me there as well. I'd also really appreciate it if you guys could subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. Just click the subscribe button. And I'd love it if you could take an extra five seconds to rate and review the podcast and let me know what you think about it. If you have a question for me and you want me to answer it here on the podcast, be sure to send your questions to askmaddie at mattyology.com. That's askmaddie at mattyology.com with your name, city, and URL and your question. And I'm going to try my best to answer it on the next podcast. If you have a question and you want to ask it via social, just use the hashtag askmaddie. 
Well, I hope this has been helpful. I think this feels a little bit better. It's a lot more conversational. And I'm really excited for the content that we have coming up for the rest of the year. I know 2015 is wrapping up, but I want us to end it with a bang. So make sure you guys slay your day. Make sure you David your Goliath. And most importantly, make sure you live what you love. I'll talk to you guys here next time on the Maddieology Podcast. <laughs>